the Chasing Progress podcast. Welcome to the Chasing Progress podcast, where we go behind the mic with Dave Whitney. Going to find out a little bit about his life, where he's from, what he's about, what he's into. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. The Chasing Progress podcast by Origin Gym. Dave, welcome. It's fun <laughs> hearing your questions for me. Tables are turned. Can't wait to ask some questions, see your answers. I'm from the north, bro. From the north. (laughs) Delve a little bit deeper into the life and the mind of Dave Whitney. The scary thing is the mind. First up, give us a little bit of a background. Who you are, where you're from, just for people who don't know. Okay, so I grew up in the north end of the city, which is the best. The northerners. There is a north and south divide in Liverpool. I have been into fitness pretty much from day one, from having two brothers playing football, going to see them all the time. I have had a catalogue of jobs growing up. Favourite one besides being a personal trainer? Favourite one or least? No, favourite. Let's go favourite, let's go least. So real quick, without thinking. I worked in a in a bar. I was yeah. a barman for about a month in, it was called Chucky's on Rice Lane. Proper North End. Northerners. Proper North End pub. Yeah. Um, but... I worked there for about a month and it was great. Loved it. Brilliant. Yeah. Behind the bar. Yeah. Behind the bar. Pints. Doing mixes, doing all uh, those type of stuff. You. But I got tonsillitis and he sat me. <laughs> <laughs> Rightly so. Yeah. Least favorite job? Any of the office based ones, looking back. Well, yeah. there was one I worked for where I worked there for about six months and I don't think I did any work. I didn't know what the job was. I didn't know what... <laughs> How did you make it six months if you didn't do any work? I don't know. I just sat there, played on the computer, and then one day they came in and was like, we're really sorry, we have to make you redundant. And I was like, sound. <laughs> See you later. Nice one. <laughs> I'm off. You've done me a favor. Um, okay, so you alluded to it before in your answer there about your two brothers. Um, for those of us that know you, we know that you're a super competitive individual. Um, and uh, Am I? Yeah, you're really, really competitive in most of the things that you do. Where does that competitive nature that you have come from? I don't know. I don't know if I am competitive. You're competitive. I like to, I just like to train hard and be at a top level. But I don't know, looking back. Was there ever any moments growing up with your brothers where there was a, a tussle and a fight for position or to be the best? No, because... We was we were gap. Were we the, the gaps what? about three or four years before each brother. Okay, and I, th- I guess I could always go full hog in yeah. fights and stuff. So yeah. I could always hit my hardest. Yeah, whereas I'm guessing. Well, I'm guessing they couldn't. Well, I would hope so. <clears throat> if they did, they weren't very hard. <laughs> but I wouldn't say that was competitive. That just made me. I could just go hard from the beginning. I guess just having them there meant I could go hard. If they didn't yeah. have brothers, I couldn't do anything like okay. that. So I don't know. Maybe off that. That made me competitive, but I don't know. I've always just tried to be the best at what I do. So it's very cliche, but when I was, apart from that last job that I hated and didn't do anything. Yeah. So when I was the barman, I tried to be the best barman. You're not competitive though, right? No. You just want to be I just want to be the best. Because everyone wants to be the best barman in life. Right. Okay. Moving <laughs> <laughs> on. Okay. <laughs> um, being the term- best and being competitive is different. Yeah, potato, potato. Um, if you... Uh, if you were to say that you play one sport for the rest of your life, what would it be? As well as 
gym, working in tra- the gym tra- or- training isn't included no if you could play one sport for the rest of your life injury free what would it be for- oh. football are we having crossfit as a sport no not including gym all not right. including anything to do yeah, with probably fitness. football probably football. football okay so by all accounts you were pretty good as a footballer when you were younger that's um, right this is what we hear from people and we also hear this from yourself I've never said it oh, you go on about <laughs> I it I never say it like that the time you go on I say about I played at a decent time. standard oh, you go on there you were good <laughs> you do could you have ever made it at the top level but I think I can make it at the top level of Everton if I had my the right my question people- is could you have ever made it at the top level of football. Well, I didn't. So does that answer the question? No, it doesn't. Because there's multiple reasons. My next question to you is, if you think you could have, why didn't you pursue okay, it? Okay, so that's good. All right. So I think it's kind of a... Because everyone listening, let me tell you something. Dave Whitney definitely thinks he could have made it at the top level of football. That... But then I think... Oh, you've got the me truth. on competitiveness again here. Um, <laughs> if I think... If I'd have got into CrossFit when I was like 14, 15, I'd have think I'd have made it to the CrossFit Games. I know, That's just the way think, I, Yeah, you think you'd beat Usain Bolt if, if you got into sprinting. Well, yeah, if I'd been playing golf from day one... You'd beat me. I'd expect to be... Well, I'd beat you anyway, I don't even play. <laughs> um, Come I, on. If, if I committed myself to something, what, I think that's the thing. I'm good at most things, mm-hmm. but I sound a big edit. Um, oh, I'm, I, I nearly said competitive then. No, I'm good mm-hmm. at a lot of things, but... Like if I had to took on hockey full time, I'd yeah. have been a very good hockey player. <laughs> if you do say so yourself. If I had to took on so basketball, I'm worried. I'm worried how you're going to get out this room if your head doesn't get any bigger. You still haven't answered my question. Why question? didn't you pursue football? If you thought you could have made it at the top level, why didn't you pursue it? Because I think I thought it was a natural progression. So I went from playing in school to Liverpool schoolboys went through that process I, I guess when you're young and you're playing for Liverpool or anything with Liverpool in title you think oh, I've made it Yeah. so I just thought it was a natural progression from there so I was about what, 14, 15 maybe and then I started playing open age football when I was about 15 yeah. which like wasn't really heard of back then you had to be like 18 or something to play so and that goes I was just watching my brother playing football every week I go and watch him play open age just got a feel for it gist for it got to know like the managers and banter back and forth. It's like, this'll be you in a few years. This'll be you in a few years. And then it just was me in a few years. First, like the first game I came on as a sub, the kit was like- Baggy. XXXXL. <laughs> Shorts were like, I don't know, what baggy pants or yeah. whatever it was. MC Hammer pants. I don't even know if I had shinies or what boots I had, but I came on and I scored in like five minutes and I was like, I've made it here. <laughs> I am messy. <laughs> And then, I don't know, I think I just thought it'd be a natural progression. Then someone would see me playing and then you just move up and move up and eventually you'd play, but just didn't work out that way. So there was no moment moment where you decided, right, I'm packing in, I'm not pursuing it. Um, I'm not going to dedicate any of my time to it. You didn't get lost in sex, drugs and rock and roll. It was kind of just, it it, it petered out, it filtered out just naturally. Yeah, I think you you got to a certain level and it was just like, okay, maybe that's your level then. I don't know, I guess if... If you had different people around you and, I don't know, breaks, opportunities, things like yeah. that. But I just look back, I had good breaks along my way and I just got to where I was. Okay. There was one bit when I was about 16 or 17 and like playing in the amateur scene. Like I played for a team called Bulford and yeah. we were playing against a team called the Brits, Britannia. Yeah. Like they're big teams in Liverpool. Yeah. It was a cup game. We were in separate leagues, like Premier League of each yeah. each league. 
and I think it was last minute I'd come on as a sub and again I was about 16 so it's still kind of unheard of and a ball came across last minute we were drawing I connected with it with my head like I've never connected with a ball in my life yeah it was flying in and then this goalie just somehow <laughs> just and I was like oh you <laughs> please <laughs> and I've seen that goalie in town since and I like I just punch him he ruined your laugh yeah you stole your thunder right so something you didn't allude to before when I asked you about giving us a background you're a father of two yeah you're married to oh, yeah. Kate about them. you've got a dog <laughs> a cat you yeah. live up in the north end of the city yeah house dog two kids wife business yeah, yeah. model model life Right, what everyone wants. Um, Minus the dog. You, by all accounts, and for what we all see, you're a great dad you're, uh, to your kids. What is your uh, approach to parenthood? <laughs> What's your approach to parenthood? Not to mollycoddle them. Yeah. Not to put them off things. Let them learn their own lessons. Don't put bubble wrap around them. Let them learn their own way. If they hurt themselves, let them hurt themselves. They'll learn. Kids, I think kids are sponges, kids learn and adapt and know a lot more than what we give them credit for. And they learn probably a hell of a lot quicker than most adults. Yeah. So yeah, don't like put a net on them. Don't cage them in, let them explore, let them do things, let them hurt themselves. Yeah. Obviously don't give them a set of steak knives and say, yeah. go and have fun. But <laughs> you know, if they're on a wall, let them walk on a wall. If they fall, they're going to fall and they'll learn a lesson. Yeah. Just let them shackles off and just let them live their life. This is Chasing Progress, the podcast. When it comes to training in the gym, switching gears up to this, you you train pretty hard. You're someone who likes to give it full tilt. You write workouts that have, uh, over the years, quickly become known as the Whitney workouts where they are ridiculously long or incredibly difficult or you know, the, the rep ranges and the amounts of things that we have to do in these workouts are absolutely insane. Um, that, I think, would be a great uh, great session for some of the guys that I know that you aspire, or not aspire to be like, but definitely look up to. You asked me in one of my, in, in one of my questions, who would I train with? Matt Fraser. Yours would be Matt <laughs> Fraser. Why would you want to train with Matt Fraser? Remembering that you're not competitive at all. Because, I mean, he's the best, isn't he? <laughs> so he is the fittest man on earth. So why not put yourself up against the fittest? The only thing, I'm only going to improve from training with the fittest person in the world. And it doesn't scare you at all to train with someone like that? No. Why? You'd love it. No, because I think most people look at it like, and this just goes back to the normal member in the gym. If you, so if one of our members trained with us, we'd beat them at most things. Yeah. And they might see that as a failure, but if they keep training with us, they're only going to get better. So yeah. they will be better than most people by training with someone better. So if I'm training with him, I'm only going to become better. I'm going to get beat at everything. Yeah. But I will then be better. Awesome. I, I, I would totally agree with that And that's why I wouldn't train you. with Rich Ronan. <laughs> so <laughs> you own a gym. You have done for two and a half years. Um, what has been the best thing for you about starting Origin? I think it's the whole community. Like, uh, when you're a PT, you, you know, you want to own your gym, it's like you've made it, but like we've learned a lesson. It's not all bells and whistles, is it? I think the fact that people come here and 
you know, build relationships as we found out recently. That's happened because of me and you. Yeah. And without sound alike to, you know, heads massive and yeah, still a black type stuff. In terms of creating an environment. We've created an environment where now things are happening. People are getting better. Other relationships are growing. And that's just come from... Jim Romances. Yeah. Yeah. Who? Recently. Who? Can't mention any names. Not sure <clears> if it's <throat> public yet. <laughs> I'll just have a sip of water. One of them might be Patrick. But anyway, Patrick we'll who? We'll leave it there. Pony! Um, I heard something about him. <laughs> right, we're moving on. <laughs> Simply moving on. Dave Whitley is known for his ridiculous challenges and his ridiculous food um, eating challenges where he attempts to eat, what has it been, 10,000, 12,000? Have you ever gone for oh, a 20,000 yeah, calorie day? No. So the most you've done is a 12,000 calorie day. You do these because you enjoy them, you think they're fun, you just want to test yourself and see what it does to your body and get like real life, real world experience. Yes, yeah, and kind of just mess with people's heads a little bit to like realize I'm not going to get fat from having 12,000 calories yeah. in a day. If unless, I do it every day, I would. Unless you did it every day. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so on that question, if you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life, one thing, all right, what would it be? It's always a fun question. Everyone um, always wants to know. I mean, without going into the obvious things, like if I keep eating, I'm going to get bored of it. Yeah. Um, I'd have to say something along the lines of freshly made chips with salt and vinegar on. Oh, vinegar? Oh, vinegar's terrible. But you put Can't the vinegar on first vinegar. and then the vinegar's salt. Vinegar's awful. Nah, sure. Um, awful. These are my questions. Vinegar spoils any food. I mean, you see the way these are my questions and he ends up like I talking. Know, but you're wrong. That's like life for me in You're general. wrong. <laughs> you're just wrong. <laughs> That's it like me is. and you in a nutshell. It is, yeah, you're wrong. I'll ask I'm you a right question and, and I'll wrong. answer it for you. Yeah. I'll tell you what you need to say here, which oh, is Lord no yet. vinegar. Um, or freshly made, I want to say bread, but I'll go specific and say tiger bread. Yeah, um, okay, so chips and bread. Or yeah, chips on chip chips on bread. Chip <laughs> or a chip bomb if you're bread. posh. Or chips on bread, I can see potatoes and bread, basically. Yeah. Carbs carbs for the rest of your life carbs I do like steak but the gym or football for the rest of your life gym oh really easy coffee football as in what me playing it or watching it you playing it well no no coffee or tea for the rest of your life hang on let me go back football gave me I used to go football because it was a laugh with the lads but then in the end it just became a headache all lads off the barnets and moaning and shouting and you go home with a headache you go out to play footy and have a laugh and go home. Yeah, no, no, no. Amateur football is not that To fun. the wife. Yeah. Who's lovely, by the way. Yeah, well, that's coming. Saved. <laughs> <laughs> coffee or tea? Oof. Coffee in the morning, two sugars, and then... What did I say then? So coffee, great. Did pizza I say coffee? Did pizza I say coffee or chocolate? Then? Did I say pizza coffee Pizza or chocolate? Did I say coffee <laughs> yeah, then? You did. No, tea in the morning with two sugars, and okay, then so coffee tea, later on. Tea, pizza or chocolate? Coffee. Um, chocolate. Okay. Cars or motorbikes? Oh, who cares? you got to pick one. Cars. Okay. I've had a motorbike before. Fell off it three times. Kate or J-Lo? <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say J-Lo. <laughs> She'd say the same thing. <laughs> I tell you. Oh, that's funny. Okay, so you're on an island for the rest of your life. You can only take one what person you with you. Kate or Joe? <laughs> you, can only, you can only take one person with you. Where? To an island for the rest of your life. Who are you taking? Oof. You can only take one person with you on an island for the rest of your life. Who's it, who is it? 
Can I have a male and a female? Yes. Okay. Matt Fraser and Shayla. <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell, everyone, we hope you've enjoyed today's interesting, frank and honest chat with Dave Coach Whitney. Make sure that you hit that subscribe button, give us a five-star rating, and we will see you next time on the Chase and Progress podcast. Thank you and goodbye. Thank you for listening. Subscribe now on iTunes and Spotify. Find us on Instagram at origin underscore gym.